PlayStation. I'm Chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. It's me, Chili. I've got more energy this week and I'm not playing Final Fantasy XI, so I'm focused on the podcast instead of being up. Anyway, hi everyone, how are you doing? Um, we've got our usuals on this week. Hey, Gary. Hello, hello. How, how are you? I'm alright, man. Just hanging in there, playing some games, watching the American footballs. Oh. Yeah. Talk about sports. Did you watch the KSI fight or not? Um, no, I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. That, that was, that's a YouTuber. Wait, you've never oh, heard of boxing KSI? Fight? Yeah. The boxing? Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I don't watch it. The only time I watched that was when Mike Tyson came back to fight in a fight, and Snoop Dogg yeah. was the commentator, and it was totally yeah. worth it. Just, just to okay. hear Snoop Dogg talk, commentate. Yeah, <laughs> he, he should commentate <laughs> everything, every sport. I don't care if it's legitimate or not. He should be commentating the NFL games right now. So, what you been alright then? You what been was okay. You been okay then? Yeah, I mean, as best as I can be. I have serious back pains. Wait, wait, I gotta get Ouch. a new mattress. Yeah, I definitely need to get a new mattress, maybe go see my chiropractor, but outside of that, just been enjoying the games. I'm trying to get through um, the Legend of Heroes games, which there's like eight of them, I think. Nice. <laughs> uh, I got to, through two of them when they originally came out, and I just finished Zero again for the second time, um, and I'm playing through, I'm about to finish the first Cold Steel game and move on to Cold Steel 2, because I want to finish them up until the... New game comes out, Reverie, in June. So I have until June to finish four games. <laughs> four 80-hour RPGs. Good luck. It's going to be I'm doing them on my Steam Deck, though, so at least that's nice. a positive. Yeah, you can do them at work, then. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, I can play them anywhere I want, so that's uh, that's good. And we've got Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, started Kakarot on PS5. Yeah. Playing it just makes me re-love that game all over again, about how good it is. Uh, I downloaded Odyssey, but I haven't started. But I, I heard it's fantastic, so I, I don't know when I'm going to start playing that, because like, I, I want to get the Kakarot all over again. Other than that, uh, started my Platinum run again. <laughs> well, started to get Platinum again. And that's it so far. Uh, congratulations on your uh, 1,500th Platinum, though, by the way, with, with Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, I, I did. I did this chance for save, but I'm still starting over just because I that is oh, what so it does unlock the trophy for you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You just have to make sure you have your PS4 save. Well, congratulations anyway. I've heard thank it you, runs a lot, a lot better and it looks move on yeah, PS5. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. It, it truly does. Nice. I myself am still busy with Final Fantasy XI because only having one hand and that game is really easy to play. So, yay. Um, but I've been watching people play One Piece and it looks like a lot of fun. So I'm excited to try that in the future. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, apart mm-hmm. from that, I've not really been playing much. I've just been streaming a lot. Um, so yeah, yay, go me. So, um, okay, never mind. I was gonna say this anyway. Pharmacy, uh, I'm gonna bring up Pharmacy 14 because I miss Pharmacy 14. Uh, Pharmacy 14 patch came out recently, 6.3. Um, with all the new content, so go check out if you play Pharmacy 14, go check out all the new content that's gone live right now. A new dungeon, two new trials, a new alliance raid. Um, uh, loads of loads of cool stuff. So go check out Pharmacy 14. Oh I, no, I, Ben is gonna fall behind. This is yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, this I'm not gonna not fall behind because um, 6.3 is considered a catch-up patch. See how it works in Pharmacy 14 is the um, what the point one, point three, and point five are all patches that involve catching up gear. So it's new content, but the the drops that the it gives is just so that people that don't do end core. 
let's just say you don't do raiding, like hardcore raiding, like Savage. Savage drops the best gear. Um, and then so for the people who want to catch up that don't want to do Savage, they do the Alliance raid, which is easier than Savage, which then drops gear equivalent to the previous Savage. So that those that just want to take their time to get gear can um, wait until the Alliance raid comes out and do it that way. So I'm I'm not missing out at all. That's good. Except for, so, I mean, I want to do it, of course, but I'm not, there's not like I'm going to be a uh, lower level character because of it. So, um, and it's continuing the Four Lords Trials, Four, four Elemental Lords, I think, because uh, it's Rubicano, I think his name is the, the fiend from, what do you call it? Isn't it Five? I can never remember which game. There's the, yeah, the one with Golbez. Yes. Yeah, the, all the, the, the main fights in, I guess, spoilers, actually, sorry. <laughs> spoilers everyone the fights are based on oh, fantasy 4 yeah uh a current trial series are based off the um fiends from fantasy 4 so we've already had two of the fiends before now we've got two more left and i guess we're going to be fighting gold bears eventually so yeah um so i'm excited though for anyone that is worried about spoilers just a heads up that um the ps5 spoils it anyway because there's a trophy with the name of the trial fight <laughs> So if you looked at the trophies, see, um, they don't like to spoil like trial fights before the patch goes live. So any like updates or patch notes, it just says question, question mark until you actually unlock the fight. Then you find out what it is. But if you looked at the PS5 trophy list, the trophy for the name of the fight is right there. So um, oopsies. Um, I've only ever done that once or twice in the past. Anyway, enough Fantasy 14. Go check out my other podcast if you want more about that. I just wanted to bring it up because that's all news about 14 <laughs> in our, on our news site. PSU.com. Um, okay, this is an interesting one I want to bring up. Skull and Bones, everyone's favorite indie developer, Ubisoft, has delayed Skull and Bones once again. Again, I'm starting to feel like this game, I, even though I know this game is real because of reasons, I still feel like this game isn't real. Thoughts on this, Gary? They just need to cancel it at this point. Um, they just spent way too much time, money, and effort on this thing, and that's probably the only reason they haven't canceled it. Um, <laughs> I just don't see the point of it anymore. If they can't get the simple mechanics of Assassin's Creed Naval Combat down to a standalone game, I don't even know what the hell they're doing anymore. Um, they scrapped the story mode to make it multiplayer, so that should have already helped them out already. You cut half of a game right there. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that game. I don't think anybody really cares anymore, and I just don't think people are really looking forward to it anymore. They released that video of all the influencers talking how great that game was. And it's like, if it was that great, it would have come out by now. So clearly, nobody was telling the truth there. So I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, they've had people I talk honestly... about it. Well, you know what? Screw it. I've had fun with it. There you go. <laughs> um, it was def there's definitely there's quest lines, though. There's like story in the quest. Oh, okay. So there is some story in it still. Not much I can say, right? but... Yes, yeah, it's, it's multiplayer only, but there was like quests and stuff that I had to do. It was basically like an MMO, if I'm honest. I went, mm. got to an island, they're like, Sh go craft this dagger for me. Okay, sir. <laughs> oh, joy. What a quest. We were in so much in 40 <laughs> years of fucking making games. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> go gather wood and fix your boat. Okay. Something, <laughs> oh, something, God. pirate, something. Go get the thing. Okay. Fine. Anyway, I don't want to say too much in case I get in trouble, but I, I enjoyed... My, no, I think I, stream, I think I could stream it, so that can't be that bad. So, yeah, I enjoyed my time with Skull and Bones. It was fun. So, yeah. Now, apparently not fun enough for Ubisoft, because they keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm starting to think this is gonna this is like the new Fable Legends when Microsoft yeah. released that beta and everybody actually enjoyed it and they're looking forward to it and then it was like ninety percent complete and Microsoft canceled the whole game. It's like why? Like what was the they point? They can't of that cancel this, right? Because of all the rumors, R- isn't it? Isn't that a rumor that it was funded by the government? Yeah, and the government was forcing them to release it last year, and clearly that didn't happen. So I don't even know how much truth there is to that. But if the government has funded it, I mean, just release the damn product at this point. I don't even. We'll know. be bringing it back. It was off in a second again, but Alfonso, your I thoughts? Mean, Sorry, carry on, Gary. No, I was just going to say, if, if the government has funded it, then clearly Ubisoft made promises to get that funding from the government, and the game hasn't delivered on those promises, and that's probably why they've been delaying it. Because if they release it without those promises, then obviously they can get sued for a breach of contract or some other thing like that. So, yeah. I agree with Alfonso. everything Gary said. I agree with everything Gary said. Too much resources and money wasted. Um, Ubisoft needs to swallow their pride and just cancel it because if they release it broken how similar to how um cyberpunk 27 was then you you won't benefit from that the consumers the gamers will get more mad and trying to waste more money to fix it is just going to lead to more problems so swallow their pride man up, just cancel it now that's it and work on something else well talk about working other thing else um Looks like some projects have been cancelled by Ubisoft along with this delay. Uh, I think they said three announced game projects were cancelled. Yeah, three unannounced great games, yeah. Yeah, which is insane. Um, I'm not going to say anything too much into this because I'll get into trouble. I'm not allowed to talk about it. But I, th- there's one game that I hope doesn't get cancelled. So please don't cancel that game. I had a lot of fun. So please don't ca- I'm not going to say it because it's not been announced yet. Um, but please don't cancel it. I had a lot of fun with it. So... Alfonso Falls. Before I go, I find it weird that they're announcing that they've cancelled stuff that they haven't announced. Anyway, Alfonso. I, I don't like that. I, I don't like you cancel games before you announce it because us, us as gamers, we don't know if the game is good or bad depending on what you're announcing. But I guess Ubisoft is doing this because of the problems they have in with Skull and Bones and they don't want to keep re- repeating the same mistake over and over. So in terms of their perspective of it, it makes sense, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess it is what it is. Um, Gary. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really surprised. Um, seeing as how they canceled two uh, games of service games in the last three years that were actually already out, um, they just keep announcing more games of service games, and then we don't see them, and then they get canceled. Um, so I'm pretty sure whatever these games are, I'm sure one of them was some games as a service game. <laughs> because Ubisoft can't seem to grasp how to make one of those yet. Um, or keep an audience engaged long enough to keep playing them. Um, yeah, whatever is else that I could possibly imagine them. I, I, I think they may have probably canceled another um, sports game uh, like Raiders Republic or Steep. I'm sure they had another game in development. I'm pretty sure that one's canceled. I'm, I'm just trying to think of what, what franchises they have that they could possibly cancel. Splinter um, Cell. No, Splinter Cell was announced. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but you know, we we don't we haven't seen or heard anything since Splinter Cell since that announcement. I mean, we have no idea what's going out with the Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. That's like delayed indefinitely. It was supposed to be out two years ago. Um, Ubisoft, I don't know what's going on with them. They can't seem to like. How can you not like make 
a remake of Sands of Time. Like, what is the difficulty here <laughs> that that you still haven't released that game? Um, something's going on there, um, and it's not good. It's not looking very good for them. Uh, their investor call was very bad. Um, from what I know, they're not looking like a very appealing company to buy. I know Ubisoft was rumored to be selling to somebody, but from what I've heard and what I've been told, um, they're not looking very appealing to anybody to buy. I mean, they don't really have anything to be worthwhile. <laughs> like it's but okay, Bethesda has the, the the classic games that they've had for years, like Elder Scrolls Fallout, yeah. Activision have Call of Duty um and other games i guess um mm. ubisoft have assassin's creed um assassin's creed that, that's about it <laughs> and it's not not call of duty especially nowadays um, yeah i mean it, i guess they have fire cry and they have division but the same thing those there have been too many of them yeah, so I, a lot of people aren't that excited except for the division yeah, but even then people I, worry what they would do with it <laughs> yeah i won't say they don't have the franchises I would say they they've tarnished the reputation of their own franchise. <laughs> you know, Assassin's Creed went out and became some weird fantasy RPG thing. You know, with Valhalla and Odyssey at that point, like it lost its identity. And you know, Mirage is coming out, which kind of goes back to being what Assassin's Creed was. Um, I've but, lost interest you know, because of Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they, they still have Rainbow Six, which is still profitable for them. You know, it's still a very popular uh, esports game. Siege, at least. You know, again, they tarnished the reputation of that game with what was the action it was that came out. Um, the Alien one, I don't remember what it was called, but you know, there hasn't been like uh, any talk that. Yeah, there hasn't like nobody's been talking about that game. Ubisoft hasn't even shown off a roadmap of what they plan to do with that. Um, so yeah, and Far Cry again lost its reputation. Because it's the same game over and over. You know, you'll get Far Cry 6 and it had, you know, again, uh, this big star power behind it with the with a, with an actor. And it, again, didn't do anything different that Far Cry 5 did, you know? So, yeah, like, I, I don't say they have they don't have the franchises. They are, they're just tarnishing their own franchises' names at this point. Like, yeah, they have Rayman that people have wanted back for a long time, but clearly Rayman is not a game that they are looking at and say, oh, we can make a multiplayer games as a service game out of that because that's all Ubisoft is trying to do at this point. Is look at all their yeah. franchises and see how they can implement some form of multiplayer into it. I mean, and you can't Rayman, do, you can do co-op. Make a, like I say, you can make a co-op Rayman. Which, which uh, they did in the last two games. I don't remember what the, the last two games were called, but they had co-op. In. But they, I guess they don't want to... It's just not a big AAA franchise for them. You know, they have Rabbids, which can't succeed, apparently, without Mario. So they have to work with Nintendo. Even then, supposedly, I thought they said that recently their recent Mario game underperformed. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But yeah, at this point, quite honestly, if anybody does buy Ubisoft, I think Nintendo would be the the leading candidate because they have such a strong relationship with Ubisoft. Um, And it can they can use Ubisoft to kind of branch out from, you know, their family friendly ecosystem and let Ubisoft make those more mature like titles for mature players on their console. But like as far as I know right now, Microsoft can't really buy anybody because of what's going on with Activision and they're not looking very appealing to Sony or Tense or even Embracer Group at this point. Um, so something's got to change there. 
something bad, really bad has to change. Either management change, CEO change, something's got to happen. Because right now, Ubisoft, not looking too good. But yeah, they said... Uh... See, I hate when they, I'll bring another company up in a bit that said that their game underperformed. Um, something protocol, wink, wink. But until then, I hate that companies think that their games underperform, but then release them in a time period where they should have known that it was going to do badly. Like, um, uh, what's it? Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I know it's a Switch title, um, but it came out at the same time as God of War Ragnarok, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and for the Switch, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm sorry, but it's 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 just a turn-based strategy game, right? It's not going to compete against Pokemon. <laughs> and if 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 anyone's got money at the end of the year and they've got a choice between Mario and Rabbids or Pokemon, there's a huge chance they're going to go for Pokemon instead. So yeah, and we'll bring up another certain game later. Anything else, Gary? Oh no, I 100% agree with you. Like you really have to look at those releases, and you're like. It sucks because, you know, you don't want to release during the holiday because of a lot of the franchises that are released around that time, like you mentioned. But now it's getting harder to really release early in the year, too. Look at all the games coming out in the first four months of 2023. It's insanity. So you can't really compete there either. So like, you, where do you compete, you know? And it's getting harder in the summer, too, because Sony's kind of moved over to the summertime where they release their big titles in the summer. Um, and now you got Final Fantasy 16 coming out in the summer in June. Like it's really hard to find the place to compete now, but still, you, you do have to really think about where can you compete and what games can you compete against. I'm sure they thought, okay, we're releasing a Switch game, you know, the Switch audience isn't really buying Call of Duty or God of War because they're playing the Switch. Those games are not on the Switch. We can capitalize on it. But if you're buying as a family and you only have a certain budget, you're going to buy the games that you know you'll play, that everybody wants to play. So you really have to pick and choose what you can buy. This is the thing. When it comes to what you just not saying, Gary, where do you release your games? The only thing you can do is take your chances and hope that your game does well. Because you said you just said it. Now these companies, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they 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 change their strategy where now they're moving their games in terms of each quarter, season, whatever, whatever. And it's conflicting with other companies. So now it's back to back, you know? Look, look look at now right now 2023 between now and in and i think june like how many games are we getting in june i think it's like four or three from may to june three or four back to back like other other every other two weeks is a new game coming out like they, they're making it hard they're making it hard for gamers to buy all these games they're making it hard for other companies to put their games out they make it hard for the game of the year because your game may not cut it for game of the year because there are other quality games that deserve that category. So like June that, is Street Fighter Six, Diablo Four, and Fantasy Sixteen, and then May go. I think is Suicide Squad, and that's the end of May. So technically, you could round round out with June. Yeah. So you you just have to take your luck. You know, hope for the best that your game does well. That's that's all you can do. I get why they're doing delays. Because some people are like, okay, we got deleted because there's too many games. We saw, we noticed this last year with it was Square Enix. So I had to delay, they delay like three games because back to back to back, there was too many games coming out between fall and winter. That's not the ideal thing for companies to do because they want to get the games out. But what else can you do? You you want your games to succeed. So, yeah. Um, and when I mean that, it's June 26th for, I think it was, May 26th, I think it was for Suicide Squad. 
and then the last game in june is the 22nd so it's a though it's not june it's a 30-day period so in that 30-day period you've got those big games mm-hmm, so yeah mm-hmm. um how february we've you've got deliver us mars Hogwarts legacy wild hearts atomic cart like a dragon horizon zenith destiny 2 lightfall octopuff traveler 2 blood ball 3 um then march you've got um resident evil 4 star wars jedi survivor system shop remake um so yeah and in april you got dead island 2 unless that's been delayed again i can't remember i think it got delayed again right i think it got delayed to april oh, okay um, i think it was supposed to be march because yeah. i know this site has an update because it has her skull and bone still in in march so but still that's a lot of games in the first six months yeah it's mm-hmm. insanity so you can't really find a place to release your games these days oh. well talking about releases Actually, we'll go to that next bit. I just want to double check the details on this before I talk about um, Callisto Pro Project, um, Pro- Callisto Protocol, right? That's how you yeah. say it, right? Uh, they said that the the game underperformed. Um, uh, I should have opened this up. I'm so bad because I forgot about this until we we're talking about the underperforming. Yeah, we go. Yeah, they. <laughs> this is why some people, some investors, need to understand that they're expecting way too much out of a new ip like even an old ip i would i feel like this was is kind of insane like anyway unless you're a specific ip like i don't know final fantasy cooler jury or anything like that or mario or whatever i i wouldn't even expect god of war to do this numbers in this time frame anyway close to protocol underperformed for investors they expected five million to be sold currently expecting under two million now um, and they, they they had a budget of $162 million for the game, for a 10-hour game. Uh, this company expected committed sales of 5 million copies, but considering current sales ranking, 2 million copies will not be easy until this year. Now, for one thing, it's a horror game. Another thing, it came out in December. And another thing, they had a lot of criticism due to issues with the bugs and how short it was. The, how you expect 5 million in under a month for a horror game, I, I don't understand. Like... You're limiting the market because of the fact that you've got to be 18 plus probably i can't I, i'm guessing it's an 18 plus game and yeah i just i feel like they 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 they, they square enix this alfonso this is the problem that okay i don't know how developers think but since this was made by creators from the original death space game they feeling if the original death space was successful then this would be successful too you can't think like that this is a totally different game yes it has certain mechanics that remind you when you play Death Space, but this is a brand new IP, a new direction, new gameplay, new game mechanics, new story, et cetera, et cetera. I played two hours of it, and I never went back. For me, I, I think it was broken. I did not get scared as you would if you was playing Death Space. Like, I was terrified at Death Space. This Callisto Protocol feels like how horror movies feel like to me today. They feel like a damn comedy. No, it wasn't a comedy, but it felt like there there was no no suspense, no thrills, no jump scares. With the broken controls and the short story, there's no way you was getting five minutes. Me personally, I felt should they should have scrapped it and re redo it. You know, delay it, go back to the draw board, make improvements, and then re-release it. You know, give it a new a new um release date. That's just me opinion. Me personally, because I was really, I mean, me and Gary we talked about it, like we was really looking forward to playing this as it got closer and we got the release day in December. But as we, as I see more and then I eventually play, I was like, yeah, this, this is not it. This is nothing like Death Space. And yeah, I, I'm not going to finish it. Gary. Gary. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, you kind of hit the nail pretty well there, Alfonso, um, when it comes to the developers coming in to make this game that worked on Dead Space. I think you have to realize, I think a lot of people don't realize this, you know, people leave, like, directors of a studio leave, right? The head, you know, composer of, you know, Bungie leaves to work at a different studio. People look at it as if that's the one person who made that particular part of the game successful and it's not you look at Callisto protocol and oh the head creators of dead space went to form a new studio and now they're making Callisto protocol and you get excited you know what you don't realize is that's one person he was the head of the studio of that department at least but there's like 40 50 people that worked on that in that department they didn't do it themselves and just because you have the person doesn't mean you have the team that helped make your previous game as good. If, if Neil Druckmann left Naughty Dog right now and went to, you know, make a different studio or whatever, and people are like, oh, it's the guy who made The Last of Us. He's going to make this new third-person sci-fi shooter game. It's not even going to be close to the same quality as The Last of Us because that's a whole team that made that possible. Um, they had good direction with him, but it's still a whole team. The one person doesn't make the whole thing work. Um, and I think that's the problem you had here is you had investors look at the studio, this brand new studio releasing their first game. And it's from the same guys who, you know, helped make Dead Space, head studios, uh, when that game was made. Um, and they probably thought this is going to be super successful. You know, they, it's the same kind of team here. And to them, that didn't happen. I think $2 million is a good success for a brand new IP that launched with multiple problems. I mean, you're asking $5 million. God of War did $5 million. You're not God of War. And God of War at $5 million was a success. You think your brand new IP is going to make the same money that God of War Ragnarok makes? You're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> And Ben, you called this they Square Enix. That's exactly what it was. Square Enix thought Tomb Raider was supposed to do seven million. I think. Like, yeah. Are you out of your fucking mind? That's what I said. They they tomb they tomb raided this. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> no, Uncharted isn't even doing that. You think Tomb Raider because it's an older franchise, it's been established, is going to do that? Like people are just insane, you know. And, and the investors, I they don't know anything about the industry. You know, they're just investing. Their whole job is to make money. They don't really care about it. Um, I finished Callisto Protocol. I thought it was okay. Um, $162 million sounds crazy for that game. Um, but it is. It is what it is, you know. We don't know what went into making it, how that all worked out for, for that kind of a price tag. Um, yeah, for, for me, the, the game itself was just okay. I thought it focused too much on melee combat that felt so unrealistic in the situations i was in like i'm fighting some nasty ass thing like monsters and i can kill them faster with my riot stun baton than i can with a goddamn machine gun <laughs> you know it it lost a lot of horror to me because of that and i understand what they're trying to do more up close and visceral combat should make it more tense not when all i have to do is constantly flick my analog stick left or right and dodge every attack coming that's not fun to me. no it's not that's not even intuitive that's just playing like wii sports and i'm just waving my fucking controller around playing tennis and always winning you know there's no real challenge 
Um, so yeah, it, it's not all. It's not scary. It's not tense. It's not really anything. It's not even grotesque. Um, so it lost a lot of that for me. Um, I am sad if it doesn't get a sequel. Obviously, it leaves off on a big cliffhanger. Um, which I've always said no game ever should leave off on a cliffhanger unless you're guaranteed a sequel, which this is not guaranteed a sequel, especially as a brand new IP. You should never leave your game on a cliffhanger if you're a brand new IP. <laughs> never. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see how, how well Dead Space Remake does. Um, I think it'll be a lot more successful, to be honest, than Kalista Protocol, even though I feel like Kalista Protocol has had much better advertisements than the Dead Space remake has. I haven't seen any push for Dead Space remake, and it's coming out in, what, a couple weeks now, huh? Maybe yeah. it'll pick up. Maybe it'll yeah. pick up. I don't know. But Callisto Protocol had a lot of advertisement. It had a big push before its release. Um, but clearly, a lot of the bugs and, and things that it launched with didn't really help it. Yeah. Um, one thing people should learn based off, based off of this, and just because you have one famous person who did one project doesn't mean the next project they end up doing is going to be successful we learned this quite recently um i'm, I'm forgetting her name but uh the, the the story writer for naughty dog when she was on the uncharted team amy henning yeah look at her she went and left naughty dog and she went to do other games and what happened every time she did a new project her project got canceled does yeah. that doesn't mean that she's not she's not great because we know what she can do but it the magic wasn't there that's it yeah, and why why was was she hired by Naughty Dog? Because she worked with Crystal Dynamics. She wrote the Legacy of Kane games, and they were fantastic stories. So they took a chance on her, and it worked for her. And clearly, yeah, the Star Wars project she went to do, something went wrong there. It's probably not her fault. Maybe the story was phenomenal. You know, the story she wrote was probably one of the best Star Wars stories ever written, but everything else fell apart, you know? We don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like you said, just because... You know, Hideo Kojima leaves and does, you know, announces he's going to do something new. You can't expect it to be the great success that he's known before because, yeah, he's great, He's but he's one person. There's a whole yeah. team. There's a reason when he went and formed Kojima Studios, he took a lot of people that he worked with from Konami with him. <laughs> he didn't start from scratch, you know. A lot of people went with him that he worked with so he knew who he was working with yep but that's not always going to be the case i agree with both of you okay now this is a, a screw up by sony in my opinion um well a potential screw up by sony in my opinion because it's just rumored for now uh there's been rumors of a detachable disk drive for a while now so that you there'll be a new version of the ps5 in fact i think they're getting rid of the disc version and it'll be pure digital only and then you'll be able to buy a disc add-on kind of like the sega cd or the, the, I think Sega CD was the only one that really did it. Or the, the, dis, the, the 64DD, and that's not a bra, it's a N64 add-on, um, that came out earlier in, like, years ago. So, yeah, there's talks about CD add-on coming for the PS5. Well, a Blu-ray player add-on, should we say. Um, but the big screw-up, in my opinion, is the fact that it might not work with the old digital consoles. Gary? Yeah, this is a big L in every way you look at it. Um, I know they like to release, you know, a more modified versions of their consoles. Everybody does that, you know, things that run better, function better. Um, not necessarily specs are better, but just improvements on their console. You know, this this also comes with the rumor that Sony's planning to launch, you know, the the new PS5, you know, the the PS5 Lite or whatever the hell you want to call it. 
whatever it is they call it, a, a revision of the console. But I'm okay with a detachable disk drive coming out for those who buy digital only, you know, the digital only console. Um, but I'm not okay with it now functioning with the launch version. Like, why wouldn't it work? With, like, it's, I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. It's a USB, you plug it in, you should be able to do it. What's going to be the big difference that stops them from running it on on the launch digital console, especially for all those people who already bought those digital consoles? Um, but again, you know, I look at it as like you bought that digital console because you don't want physical media anymore. You well, know? not or, everyone. You know, you probably got yeah, you probably got screwed, and the digital one is the only one you can get. You know that I understand too. Um, but you bought digital only because. You only want to play digital. You don't want to put the disc in. Um, so in a way, I don't see... It, it's a hard issue for me to look at and be like, oh, I feel bad for you that you can't have this you know, detachable disc drive now because, well, you want a digital only. Why do you want physical? Um, you should have just bought a physical console that, that allows you to play physical discs. But I also look at it the other way too, where it's like, oh, well, I could only find a digital one for Christmas for my kids, you know? but I want to still have physical stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, it it's a weird thing, but for Sony to not allow you to have it on the launch digital consoles is absolutely atrocious. I don't even know what the design decision. Why? I'll tell you why. They're <laughs> greedy. They're greedy, and they want to. Obviously, I know they're gonna do some marketing saying that oh based off how the disk drive works is not compatible with stock ones you need to buy it now they're only doing this for marketing research to push push out more ps5 because obviously um what they're going through with the chip shortage and 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 you know COVID. obviously they didn't sell as much as they want to we talked about this last week yes 30 million is great but it's not as much as they want to and this is the only that's the only thing i can think of because like you just said gary it's a usb plug there, there's nothing Allowing it for not for it not to work. That's the only thing I could think of. And then Sony does this because obviously it's not confirmed yet. But if they do this and it doesn't be compatible with the stock digital PS5, then yes, this is a big L, and they need to get slapped in the face for it because that's just stupid. That, yeah, that's did, did, the only thing I can think of is if some genius in the Sony offices is like, you know what? Let's build a unique PS5 USB like we did with the Vita, where you can't plug anything in except a specific cord into it. That way, <laughs> that's the only thing I could see why it wouldn't work on the original digital PS5. So that means they will have it has to, to have a specific designed cord, <laughs> a proprietary cable for it yeah, to work. Exactly. Oh, God, Let's do it. what Apple is being sued for in Europe and being banned from doing. That's a great <laughs> fucking idea. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so ridiculous man <laughs> i just don't get that thought process at all um so yeah you didn't, you didn't tell us your thoughts ben i mean i think it's stupid i feel like it's probably just going to be a standard usb port so it should just work fine if it wasn't okay if it was a previous generation where games run off the disc i can see the issue with the speed of the usb transfer being a problem but being the fact that games nowadays just use the disc to install the hard drive and then use the disc as a verification, uh, it, it it might cause some extra loading at the start of the game. But apart from that, it, it would have no issues. So, yes, I feel like it's a bad idea. But that's just my thoughts. Um, but Sony has done something really good. I feel like this month's PlayStation Plus Extra catalog is probably one of the best months they've ever done. Um, 
but I might be biased just because of one of the games that's on here. Okay, Back for Blood, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. That that's that's the game I think. Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Um, I think this is wrong on our site, so I'm just going to say how I think it actually is. Life is Strange, um, because on PSU.com it's Life is Stranger. Um, anyway, <laughs> Jet the Far Shore, Just Cause Four Reloaded, Omno, and Erica. And on the image is another game, Wild Heart, but Sony made a statement saying that that is not actually part of the catalogue this month. So that's probably going to be part of the catalogue next. <laughs> and for those that have PS Plus Premium, the whole two of you that still have it and haven't cancelled already, uh, Siphon Filter 3, Star Wars Demolition, and Hot Shots Golf 2. Um, no PS2 games again. Um, and Star Wars Demolition, which was I thought was given away free at one point from something else anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for Dev- Dragon Ball Fighters already on here, but still that's pretty cool. Uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, I never played that, so I'm excited for that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's a good month. Uh, Gary? Yeah, it's a very good month. Like you said, man, Dragon Ball Fighters is great. Uh, since now you can play with the net back ro- uh, net code rollback net. Sorry, yeah. um, so that's fucking phenomenal. It'd be cool if they you know put the DLCs for sale as well uh, when this comes out. Um, back for Blood, you know, spiritual successor to Left for Dead. Um, go have fun playing Call Up on that one. You know, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, the launch title for Live coming out. That is the Life newest is one, right? I think. No, Devil May Cry Six is the newest one, right? There's no, no, Devil May Cry 5. Is the I thought, I thought so. Not. Okay, sweet. So I haven't, that's yeah, the one I haven't no played. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out, it was a launch, the special yeah. edition was a launch title. For I the thought 5, 5 was the newest one, but I, I, for some reason I was thinking that was a 6. <laughs> <laughs> and if 6 gets announced next month, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Life is Strange, and before this, I'm guessing that's the PS4 remasters of, of Life is Strange. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that that's pretty good. Just Cause 4, fun game. Uh, the other three are you, uh, indie titles. Eric, I think, was free on PS Plus before. If you have you know the free games on PlayStation Plus, this is the live-action game, the live-action story-driven game. But yeah, uh, classics, Siphon Filter 3, it was, I mean, you should have expected it since 2 came out as well last month. Um, Hot Shots Golf 2 is one of the best yes. Hot Shots Golf game. That's a phenomenal game, so I'm sure people will really enjoy that one. Uh, Star Wars Demolition, uh, yeah, I could care less. Give me Dark Forces. Dark Forces. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very solid month. Yes, Sayonara Wild Hearts was the other one that you mentioned, Ben, but yeah, they released a statement that that is not actually included in this month. They made a mistake. Whether it's next month, I don't know because. I'm still waiting for Dino Crisis, which they had a splash image of when they were announcing the fucking premium. <laughs> and that still hasn't come out. So who the hell knows? Uh, Alfonso, are you excited? I mean, it's a strong lineup. Uh, a great lineup. Uh, most of these I already own, besides Devil May Cry 5. I never got a chance to play it. Well, never got a chance to buy it to play it, but now I can. Um, Life Strange, love that. I, I recently played it, so I don't need to play it again. Um, Fighters, I will go back every time because it's just a fantastic one of the best Dragon Ball Z games out. Um, the rest I played, but I really don't care for, like I said, because I already own them. But as for premium, yeah, I, I don't care because I don't have premium anymore, so I, I can care less. Like, but uh, trust me, if Dial Crisis, whatever that comes, oh, I'll re-strive it for premium because I need to play that. I, I need to play that. Like, quite honestly, I don't care for premium anymore because every PS1 game that they're releasing, I already bought when they came out on the Vita store. So, technically, they're already free for me anyway. 
<laughs> so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Premium, mm-hmm. premium has been a big disappointment, a big massive disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, no, like I said, Hot Shots Golf 2. Yeah. The best golf games yes. around. Enjoy that one. Nice. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? Because I, I, that's all I've found. Did anything else big happen this month? Um, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Thanks for either. It is January. <laughs> well, the big games start coming out here soon, man. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. No, nothing I can think of. Okay. Well, you know what we do have, though. <gasps> Metacritic game? Is 2023? It's back after oh, a, a, the first week off. And we have one game this week one Monster game? Hunter no. Rise. No other game was listed on Metacritic coming out this week, so. Um, what? <laughs> Persona 3 and 4 are coming out this week. It didn't list on uh, the... Because uh, I was looking at PS5, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Persona 4 and 3 and 5. You're right. Wait, one second. <sighs> Wait. Oh, kind of want to... I've never played Persona 3. Okay, one second. We're just quickly adding some new ones to the... You never played the game where high school kids shoot themselves in the head? No, I never played it. Personas? I've only ever played Hunter. 4 and 5. <laughs> so... Well, anyway. Monster Hunter Rise. Really... I like when I paste it and the first one works okay and then the second one is like, it didn't work probably. Okay. Anyway, put Monster Hold, Monster Rise, Gary. I'm going to play a safety 85. I don't know why Persona 4 Golden is formatting itself weird. I'm going to have to do that afterwards. I can't be asked fixing it now. Gary. I mean, Alfonso. I'm going to go with 87. Okay. Sorry, everyone. It's very hard for me to organize stuff with one hand. I am still very bad at it. Uh, and I'm going to go to random.org for t- 2023. Uh-huh. I like how they've got a statement on the random.org now. We only operate services with random.org domain. Other services that claim to be operated by us are imposters. If any doubt, contact us. <laughs> 70. Oh, I got 84. Oh, man. Look at you guys just surrounding me in the middle of the sandwich. I mean, uh, <laughs> Persona 3 Portable. Alfonso. Uh, I'm going to go... 86. Okay. Gary. 76. Ooh. You think it's aged? And yeah. I'm going with... And, and it's because it's the remaster of the portable version. 92. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it unaged itself. <laughs> <laughs> you needed some water to moisturize it again. <laughs> Moist. Uh, one second. I just want to unformat the stupid text okay that's just fair i'm gonna go first let's see what i get persona 4 golden what generate 94 you know what yes it's probably one of my favorite persona 4 persona games it's probably one of my favorite rpgs of all time actually gary 87 and alfonso 89 okay and that's this week's metacritic game um gary shouts and how can they find you you can find me on twitter at gaglaush at g-a-g-l-a-u-s-h uh shout out to you guys thank you for having me on shout out to all the listeners thank you for listening alfonso shout out to you ben and gary for having me on like always uh shout out to all the listeners to to read the articles to all the last fans out there the first episode is tonight on hbo max at 9 p.m if you're excited like i am get ready because it's finally time you can follow me on Twitter at AliShen7. Nice. Okay, you can follow me at Twitch.tv. So Moogle You can follow me at MGSKillChili on Twitter. Thank you to everyone that listens. Thank you to everyone that supports us. Uh, we'll be back next week with more PlayStation. And I'm excited for the anime podcast because of Bleach. So until then, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Did you somebody? Do you need Bleach? Right? No. The, I said the anime <laughs> podcast because of Bleach. <laughs> Yeah, because you've heard of somebody, you got to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, bye. Goodbye.